Welcome. To Arcade Audio. <laughs> I come from the land of the Irish Spring. Dublin's the place where I learned my thing. From the Emerald Isle to your place in the hood. I'm the man of green, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. Blunt is dope, this place is hype. There's a lass, she's just my type. I hate your resort so soon to manage. Haven't been late so long, it's happening. I'm so bad, I'm good. I'll show you what to do, so lend an ear. Don't worry, little lassie, you've got nothing to fear. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. It feels like there are 58 days in this month <laughs> instead of 31. Leopardtober is the longest month of all time. I've been trying to put this off as long as I could. I <laughs> really did not want to do this. It is October 10th, 10, 10, 20. Wasn't that like a, wasn't that like the thing you had to dial in like the early 2000s for like free collect calls? You remember like those commercials like dial 10, 10, 220? No, it was 10, 10, 220. You don't remember those commercials? No idea what you're talking about. You don't remember those? No. Alexa, who did the commercials for 10, 10, 220? Sorry, I don't know that. Bitch, you're making me look bad. No. There was a, a, a common thing back in the like late 90s, early 2000s, where like when ce- like cell phones weren't like a complete takeover of everything, people still use like pay phones. It was like free or like discounted like numbers that you dialed. And I know David Arquette was like the guy for one of them. And I was like, dial down the middle, middle for one of them. This is going to drive me crazy. Introduce the show, please. As I look this up. Or just continue to eat and not talk. That also works. I think that I'm co-hosting the wrong show right now. Actually. No, You're here. Is... 10, 10, 2, 20. Long, when you're calling long distance on a payphone. Yeah, cool. No one else at Akron, Ohio called long distance on a payphone. Then there was bro. 10, 10, 3, 2, 1. Nope, that's just a phone. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. 310987309. They're all from Tommy Two Tone. Um, the name of the song is called Jenny, parentheses, 8675309. No, 8675309, parentheses, Jenny. Not getting into it. We talk about random movies. We talk about me having aneurysms in my head over stuff from my past that I just randomly remember because I'm a fucking savant. And uh, yeah, you're joining us. For episode three of four in Leopardtober, as we're calling it. This was... I want to bet, and we... You, you made us both suffer. Did you really win? No. Did you have to sit through Leopardtober, did you really win? At least when I... No, I... At least I sat through Beverly Hills Chihuahua much more enjoyable than this. No, absolutely not, no. No, because at the very least, we've, like... Like these are mostly so bad they're good. Where it's like for me, Barely Chihuahua was just bad, and like I'd never watch again. We're like I'd, I'd watch Leprechaun three again. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna watch any of the first three Beverly Hills Chihuahua movies again ever. Um, it's based on us reading the back of the box. 
Uh, whoever does the worst of that every 50 episodes, the winner gets to pick a movie franchise to watch. I picked Leprechaun. We held it off till October. So today we are going to be discussing Leprechaun in the Hood and Leprechaun Back to the Hood. This is actually... What? The Hood. I know, Back to the Hood. <laughs> Talking like Tommy Wiseau. We must go back to the Hood! Uh, which segues into what we normally do at the beginning of the show. We talk about things we've watched as of late, new and old. Uh, as I've been mentioning, rewatching a lot of stuff. I rewatched Disaster Artist. I rewatched Borat. I rewatched. What else have I rewatched? I mean, I've, been, I've been watching a lot. I rewatched The Social Network. Rewatched. Man, I'm just, I, I've been watching so much, I'm forgetting what I have watched. Uh, I did watch two new things, however, uh, both documentaries. Totally different uh, for each. Uh, the first one I watched, it's been the number one on Netflix top ten for like a couple weeks since it was released. Mm. I watched American Murder, The Family Next Door, which was a horrible decision. Because you were here by yourself. I was here by myself early one morning, and I was like, yeah, let's put this on. Because I was familiar with the case. It's, uh, It was in the news last year, I believe, where a man, um, well, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's about a, a, a mom... And her two daughters disappearing in, um, I forget what state they're in. But, uh, yeah, it was one of the most depressing things I've ever seen. It was very well done. I mean, it was the, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It was the, it wasn't the execution, it was the content of it that put me in a bad mood. I can't recommend you watch it unless you want the rest of your day ruined, particularly if you have a family and you have children. And you have thought about murdering them. Don't say that. Uh, I'm not even joking. Don't say that. Um, Yeah, it's a rough, it's a rough watch. And also you still, you still spoiled it for people. So I was trying to avoid it and spoiled it anyway. Um, I also watched in totally different, context than that more so in line with what we're doing today i watched the documentary best worst movie it's a documentary made by the child that was the lead in what has been argued to be one of the worst movies of all time troll 2 and about like the fandom behind the movie and its resurgence and getting like the rest of the cast back together to like travel fun fact if jillian had been a boy we would have done that for this show uh fun fact we own that movie now, and we will be doing it at some point on this podcast history. So, <laughs> the bet was just that, w- that it would have been like that versus my Big Fat Greek Wedding. You won, but I still bought Troll 2, so. All right, I see you. You have to do it at some point. Oh, just wait. It's, it's going to be Just wait for the garbage I'm about to buy. Just wait. Yeah, I can't get through enough garbage if you own it. I'm sorry? What have you been watching? And I of course, watch- we finished watching The Boys. Uh, the season finale of The Boys was uh, yeah, we yesterday from when we're recording two this. Of the Boys, so. It's fantastic. Amazing. Uh, what amazing. have you been watching? What dumb stuff have you been watching? Why do you always do that? Hmm? You make fun of my stuff. I'm making fun I of I don't your make stuff. fun of your. What have I made fun of? What have I made fun of? Just your more like your demeanor and like. I haven't made fun of anything. You're such a douchebag. We already got into a discussion about it earlier today. We did? Yes. That's obviously not important. No, that wasn't today. That was another day. No, that, oh, that was yesterday. Yeah. yeah, it was another day. No, that wasn't yesterday either. Well, I wasn't here yesterday. 
It was when you came home. Yeah, I don't remember that. I'm aware. <laughs> what is it? That. Um, I watched Julie and the Phantoms. Du, 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 Julie and the Phantoms. Mm, 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 doesn't, mm, doesn't work. Mm, bum, you have bum, more bum, syllables bum, than what bum, you're copying. Bum, doesn't work. Mm, mm, For, anyway, you are the worst. How was that? Is that good? You were it was good. It was okay. really good. Finished I finished it. It. Okay. it was very good. Really liked it. And I am starting... Um, some other stuff on Netflix. I haven't decided which one I'm going to go with. Yeah, there's here. just the, the problem is there's, there's just, just too much things. stuff right now, and yeah. I want to watch it all. But like we've discussed, I don't want to like get started in something and then. Well, and also for me, it's like there's so many things that I want to watch, but it's hard. I don't have a lot of time. I only get 45 minute lunch breaks. By the time I, like, get my food and all that, I have to end up, like, cutting something short. I, I have to fix this phone because I can't look like it's, like, like, a trail of sperm on my phone. I made a cake tonight, and I made a total mess, and there was, like, confectionery sugar and everything. Inside so, his so phone. So Sam, like, deconstructed my phone and cleaned it, and she left, like, a water streak that's very questionable on my phone, so. All right, well, you can Anything it. else? No. Nope. All right, so let's, let's rip the bandit off. I wish you had more so we didn't have to discuss this. Leprechaun in the hood and Leprechaun back to the hood. Who reads first? Um, I should remember this at this point. I think it's me. I uh, I read Lep 4. So yes, yeah. so it's me. Uh, I, I think I got them a little bit better, so I was able to save them just as my photos. So I think they're a little bit more clear. Mm. So Leprechaun in the hood, I will read first. Warwick Davis, Ice T, Evils. In the house. And it's not in the house, it's in the house. He's back and meaner than ever. After a long and golden dormancy. I'm going to dress this fucking up. And golden dormancy? That's what it says. The leprechaun is brought back to life by three bungling rap artists looking to launch their music career. When Butch, Postmaster P, and Stray Bullet loot the local hip-hop mogul studio to fund their demo album. The threesome unwittingly end up with the secret of Mac Daddy's success, a magical flute. Their gigs instantly turn golden, but a bloodthirsty leprechaun and an angry Mac Daddy are hot on their trail, leaving a wake of destruction tainted by politically incorrect limericks. So nailed that. Now, for you... There is... See, this one's much clearer, so you should... You have no, no excuses here. Okay. Well, I'm going to f- just read that, and then I'll give you the... Well, I... It's hard. I have very bad eyesight. You have contacts in. I know, and they're obviously not very good. Leprechaun 2. No. <laughs> you already fucked it up. That's one. No, it's You not. messed the name of the movie up. That's one. Absolutely. Leprechaun back to the hood. I said it four times. That's one. Evil has a whole new rap. Why is it like that? Because that's how it always is. They really need to check their font, man. It's terrible. This is awful. It's pretty bad. He's back. He's mean. He's high. Again? There is a technically a question mark after high, but I'll let that slide. Because you were like, you said it as, he's high. Again? Yeah. Should have been, we, we he's high? Again? We don't count punctuation. You're just a bad reader. That's fine. We don't count punctuation. Mm-hmm. You already have one from the title of the movie, which is a record, so. 
The Leprechaun is back in the hood. No, it's not a record. You you fucked up the title of the movie before too, so shut up. I don't remember that was, but yeah, I, I, I wasn't said before. All blazed up and seeking revenge when a group of friends discover his treasure. They soon find out they've unleashed a can of demented whoop ass. <laughs> what? Oh my god! Wait, I'm not gonna be able to get through this without cracking up. With their stack of riches, they go from poor to ghetto fabulous overnight. God damn it. Spending their newfound loot on pimped out cars and hair extensions. I don't think anybody got any hair extensions, but that's fine. One by one, the friends stand up to the weed-smoking, knife-wielding, car-stealing leprechaun who will stop at nothing to get his treasure back. Evil has a whole new rap, and the kids from the hood had better watch their backs. So that's one for you. It's ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. Had I not said the name of the movie, I might have let it off I know, the but, hook. but you also have to remember that I don't, <laughs> I don't ever listen to you. Leprechaun 2, Back the Hood. You corrected me on it earlier. So now I'm up six? I don't listen to you. I'm up six now? Yes. Looks good. Looks very good. I lost my pen. My pen has run away because it's not when I read it. So, look, people, <laughs> if you thought these were going to get any better, you're you were wrong. fucking wrong. Watching these, it's such a tightrope act because the whole time you're like, just don't be really racist. Just don't be insensitive. Yeah, but it opens with... Just don't be anything that, like, I'm going to immediately question... Well, this also, whole these were process. Made so long ago. So the second one was done in 2003, and the first one was done, I believe, in 2000. I don't know why it took three years ago. Like these years, you should be able to make in like 30 days. You should be able to crank these out like four a year. You know, but like heavyweight boxing fights. It, it was like they just the the movie opened. They go back to the rhyming. He's talking about which I'm fine. Like a lep in the hood. You got pre SVU Ice T with his. Afro bell bottoms, high boots, black exploitation bullshit. You're already jumping around way too much. I was just so excited. One positive, like we discussed, in there's no consistency with anything. No. So in Leprechaun Three, part of the fun was that he was talking these limericks and stuff, and of course when he's around like rap artists and they're in the hood, he's gonna go back to that, and it's like, all right, well, I guess smoke him if you got him, you know? Literally. Yeah, it's. I get it. I just wish he'd been doing this the whole time because it's glaring here when he's now doing it. There's a lot of things that were glaring There's here. a lot of glaring. So as you mentioned, the movie starts off, as you're very confused because Ice-T, he's got a big-ass afro, and it's like, I see, yeah, okay. And then like it's like in the 70s. I thought it was like modern day because you can't fucking you tell. You can't tell. Like, in like the little no, preamble. Yeah, there's no note or anything. Um... So then it's like every movie, like we've kind of discussed, has this little the introduction. They find the gold. His guy gets killed. He keeps the flute. The leprechaun gets Turned frozen. Some... What what froze him again? Uh, it's like carbonite. Oh, no. I think it was, uh, no, that was like the medallion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the medallion, which if he touches it, burns his hand. Again, no, and there then, is oh, no. And then Ice-T threw this medallion up, and then they stare oh. at it. Circling down and, and it then perfectly it just lands. Perfectly lands over his hat onto around his neck and he freezes. Well, into so stone. there's two 
incredibly important things we have to discuss he, about this first scene I before this. He calls him a midget Midas motherfucker. Yes. And, and that we, was awesome. Yes. that That's not awesome because that's an unfortunate term that you're not supposed to call but little it's people. Li- but it's alliterative. You can say little person Midas. So alliteration makes anything you say fine. Better. If I didn't want to bleep myself right now. It makes it better. It does not make it better. Like a curious cunt. Like that's, I'd like to be called a curious cunt. Well, I'll do it off air. So <laughs> it's already racist immediately because the guy gets stabbed with a hair pick that's in his hair. And there's like a hair pick that's like unveiled impossibly from a giant afro. No, they find afro the gold. Keeps, no, he keeps pulling stuff out of his hat. He pulls a bat. There's a... They're, they're happy because they found gold, so they're going to be moving on up to the east side because the Jeffersons was, like, on the air when this is supposed to be taking place. Uh, there's, like, alcohol, and it's called, like, Colt 54. It's like, oh, come on. Just don't, like, there's got to be a tasteless way to do this. And then there's not because when the leprechaun gets unfrozen, he says, quote, free at last, Free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. Yeah, you can't say that. I and mean, I'm like, no! The whole time, both throughout both these movies, I'm just holding my breath because I'm like, I just don't want to watch these movies if they're going to make Warwick Davis say the N-word. I don't think that they would ever make him say that, though. Well, as the leprechaun, I mean, if it would be kind of but in his character to like do it. Kind of like, in the what, second one... What color is it, do you think he identifies as? What race do you think the leprechaun identifies as? Man, the, you are really off base already in this whole episode. If the leprechaun was buying a house and had to do the... Hum, the the humda disclosures and answer his gender and his his race and ethnicity. What race do you think he'd identify as? What? There's Native what? American. What? There's Asian. Other. <laughs> He's other. In the second movie. There's a reoccurring unfunny bit about how it's not cool to say the N-word anymore. Everyone calls each other ninjas instead. Uh, And that, of course, is used as a way later on in the movie for the leprechaun to say ninja please to somebody. So that's as close as we get. Um, I don't know how you can make a fight between the leprechaun and Ice-T be so lame and such a letdown when he's, like you said cartoonishly pulling things out of his fucking afro. Um, But yeah, that's how this movie starts. And you're like, well, here we go. It's really... So for me, Mm. these two today, not to like kind of give a peek into like the end of the podcast and my scores, these two were my least two favorites... What? ...of the movies we've seen. Because they're the two worst! Yeah. Like the acting overall is 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 terrible. The the music is like if you're god off. If you're gonna can do Leprechaun do a, in the Hood. Can we just pause right now and can we do a crossover episode no. with RJ Hates no, Rap? I wouldn't do that to RJ listen to I wouldn't do that to Topa. Postmaster P's positive r- rhymes here. Uh quote, the raps are very, 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 very lame. Like, if you're going to do Leprechaun in the Hood and Back to the Hood, at the very least, the very least, you should have some good-ass music. The first movie, you had Ice-T, one of the 
most famous and classic early hip-hop artist of all time. I think he did some song, according to the credits, but like it really wasn't in there. I think it might have been the credit song. Second movie, you have Sticky Fingers, who's not a big star, but is still like a rapper that holds a name or some weight, probably at the time. Uh, I don't think he did a song either. It's like the most canned, lame fucking rap well, you've ever also, heard. Because it was also like, gave them their backstories and gimmicks. Like, I'm straight bullet. Da, 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 da. I don't even know what it was. Yeah, so yeah, Butch, like, Butch was like, Butch was like the fat, funny, wanting to be ladies man. But straight bullet he was, was trying to be. Like, one, the smart sure, one. Sure, because he. Yeah, he had a gimmick where like he could like rig like explosions on stage. Yeah, yeah, he and, knew like, chemistry. Yeah, and then Stray Bullet was more so, like the actual like gangster kind of like like general yeah. hood person, mm-hmm. and then Positive P was, he was posi- he fucking was terrible. Positive, and he wanted All to make it. That the, he wanted to make it the right way, and it's about love. And it's about sending a positive music to the kids in the community. And it's like, oh, Punk God. Meanwhile, they're stealing from uh, Beck with their shitty loser sample that I don't know if they realized they were doing or not. Yeah, but, the, but you know, the, so, so those rhymes are a way to give, like, their backstories, and they sucked. And then Mac Daddy came back on, and now you see Ice-T. And I'm fine with Mac Daddy how playing, f- like, a cool how pimp. How far, how, what was the time difference again? Ten years. Uh, 10, maybe 20, I'm not positive. I think it was maybe 10 years. Well, because it's modern day, but, like, you ain't rocking that afro and that look in, like, 1990. This is done in 2000. You're not. And you're quoting the Jeffersons? No, it's at least, like, 20 years. Okay, so he... I was going to say, how far removed is he? And I'm like, he's about two years away from getting his career saved on SVU. So (laughs) fast forward to him just being pimped out. He's the pimp. And he's he's good in that role, as you'd expect him to be. And he's, like, the music, um... Like musical artists and stuff like that. He's a producer. Yeah, they go to him to like bring their demo and it sucks and he tells them it sucks, but he still thinks they have potential. Um, But then they get kicked out and of course they go back to rob him. I I like, there's another line here that I really like. Um, Ice-T calls them the Millie Vanilli of chipmunk rap. I uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. That was great. Ice T's the MVP of the movie, right? A hundred percent. And it's not even that he's great in this movie. Like He's just the best he he's he's the reoccurring theme with this movie and back to the hood is going to be the person on the credits that was like oh that person still getting work and is still famous i see why because they're the only good part of this movie yeah that's exactly it or the only person that seems like they're actually doing a good job at acting right um, so right. Ice T is the MVP of the first. He's not um, in it as much as I was hoping. Like, yeah, I thought he's that he's got a he big was... part in the beginning, and then a little bit in the middle, and then a big part in the it end. It also was fun to watch like Ice T show ass. Like Ice T is always Finn Tutuola. He's always like like the coolest, suavest detective there is. Nothing rattles him. You know, he doesn't get shot. He doesn't like cry. He doesn't show emotion. He's fucking Finn. He's Ice T. And in this, he's okay. like scared of Leprechaun. He gets his finger ripped off. Like, you know, like, it's kind of fun to see him, like, mix it up a little bit. I thought he did a, de- a decent job sure. at it. Um, um, I really liked the uh, cut-off-the-dick speech that he had here. It was very well. Colin Farrell, True Detective Season 2-ish, where, like, he threatened to, I think, cut off somebody's dick, then shove it up their ass, and then wait until it got shat out, and then he was going to do something else, too. And then he was going to, like, make him, like, suck it after he got, like, I don't out. know if that... I don't remember that. I, th- I think it was along those along those lines. Okay. Um, it's just... 
So a lot of my stuff is just like highlighting things that happened that I'm like, that sucked. But then immediately afterwards, something happened where I was like, okay, that keeps up. We're fine. Like uh, the leprechaun sharing a joint with somebody. Cool. I'm for that. Let's do it. Uh, that's when he, they're in the bathroom and him and Ice-T are just sharing a joint. Uh, oh, here. But, I, I, I have the quote. What? Hey, you. You listen to me. You don't want to fuck with me, okay? I hope you had sex last night, because I'm going to come over there, and I'm going to cut off your dick. Then I'm going to feed it to my pit. Mm. Then I'm going to burn this shit when it comes out of my goddamn dog's ass. You hear me? Don't fuck with me, bitch. That was close. I just didn't know we were having dogs. It's like the aristocrats. Uh, There's like a random Tiger Woods name drop. That's bad. But then people are just emptying clips of guns (laughs) into the leprechaun. That's funny to me. But being these two movies... Throughout this entire series, one through four, the Leprechaun doesn't take the amount of damage that he does in five and especially six. He gets the fuck beat out of him in these movies. I just don't understand. So much gunshots, so much like punches and stabbings. In this movie, he's very much more like in a fun, like, like having a good time atmosphere. In the sixth one... They treat him a little bit more menacingly, and that's why it's more jarring throughout it that he's, like, getting put into, like, comedic hijinks because for the rest of it, he's pretty serious and pretty scary. Um, but in the fifth one, he's sharing a joint with Ice-T in, like, a, in a strip club bathroom, and then he goes to, like, f- r- then he rips Ice-T's finger off. Another issue I had is after th- after three and four... I'm expecting a lot in terms of, like, ramping up the violence. It's, like, you know, it's been a few years. Like, practical effects and CGI should be better. They really squelch on the horror here. So many cutaways when killings are happening or, like, just blood being, like, splattered onto, like, the backdrop of the scene where you don't see it happening. And even when you do see it, it's just simple, like, like, blood, like, coming out of, like, a wound. Like, there really wasn't anything that, like gross or bad in these movies. There's a couple leprechaun things like you were like, ew, on like he gets stabbed in the eye. Yeah. And like green shit comes out. Ice tea like when his guts explode later on. Like No, that guy who gets a thing and there's like a hole in his body in his belly. And you just see all the things dripping. Oh that was in this one. That was his like his his like assistant, like his heavy, like his bodyguard. Sure. But still like that was from like blips and butts blowing up and a dick a leprechaun coming out of a dick. And, like, that kind of stuff, yeah, that's a letdown a for letdown, me. Sure. Look, I got annoyed because this fucking dude smoked some of Ice-T's weed, then pulled off his motherfucking finger. That's mm-hmm. not how you treat somebody who shares your weed. And I can't blame Ice-T for wanting to, to kill the leprechaun after <laughs> this because the leprechaun's rude. He got high as fuck. And on, he, not on his own shit. Not on, even on his own shit. Didn't even pay him for it. I think that's rude. Um, I I think my favorite my favorite headcanon about this movie is that Warwick Davis and Ice T just smoked weed together on set, off set, all day. Is that like an actual trivia fact? No, it's was I made it up in oh. my head. <laughs> I just imagine that Warwick Davis and Ice T, best, best friends, friend. smoked weed in the trailer, went to set, did their scene. That was actual weed they were smoking in the scenes, and they were just fucked up. I think that this is probably why Warwick Davis did another one of these movies because he had so much fun. So, then the movie really gets off the rails. Oh, <laughs> like then I you said, meet Chow. Ice-T, Ice-T being vulnerable and funny is is cool. Chow 
you know, you yeah. got a pigeonhole and Asian stereotype in here as well. Like a Korean store shop owner who it's just terrible. These who like does this cool little? He's my he's my backup for LVP. He's not my LVP because he only was in like that one and a half scene. Uh, today that would be Ken Jeong. Uh, yeah, but this movie just is like ridiculous, then ridiculous, then ridiculous. It just gets more and more. And outrageous. then you get Lobo Sebastian, who is the only other person you recognize in this movie. You've seen him in Longest Yard. He always plays a kind of like a heavy, oh, you know, like guy. I'm so uh, sad. He's uh, trans in this movie, and there's nothing wrong with that, except now, Not like trans, you trans. Pr- so excuse me. Sorry. He's a drag queen. He's a drag in this queen. Movie. Yes. Well, is no. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But you don't. You're not positive. It doesn't identify. It is. It is definitely pre-op. Well, sure. Because the character mentions that it's pre-op. Was not prepared for that. Like I, I was very thrown off. Yes. Uh, I thought that I'm happy. I'm so happy that this movie went there. So, I'm real happy about that because you know, I'm all about the representation. Sure. I'm all and here's about something that I also kind of liked about it. But uh, it like, was what, so out of place. It was very out of place. But something that like wasn't bad about it was like the leprechaun was like kind of intrigued about the prospect. <laughs> like when he saw her, he was like, hmm. And like still went in to like fuck around. Still ended up killing her of course like slitting her throat yeah but you know, i was like there was something sweet about him being int- intrigued at the situation well, uh, also i missed uh, what point did i miss uh, the leprechaun pretending to be a woman again he pretended to be a woman at some point before yes, for that the, for the dad for somebody's dad who's dad It was, um... Because he kills, and then there's... Oh, no, it was the pawn shop owner, who I liked. I liked the pawn shop owner. That's another character actor. He's been in, like, Beverly Hills Cop oh, yeah. 3 or whatever. And, like, uh, like, the pawn shop owner, like, pulls over and sees, like, this beautiful, like, his ex-wife or something. And it's Leprechaun, of course. And then he stabs him, and that's what it is. Um, Which is, like, a he, reoccurring, uh, like, but, trope of these movies. Yeah. I was glad that we got back to the rhyming. It made more sense with the Leprechaun vibe. The only thing that made sense in this movie... Um, but so, so, oh. so, the, so the movie starts to go off the rails because the rappers are having like parties. They're like using their money and going to go to this competition in Vegas or some shit. Look. And I, then it leads up to them performing in a church. I just know that this movie was written by white men. It's so obvious that this movie <laughs> yeah. was written by white men yep. and has no white men in it. Nope. Warwick Davis doesn't count because he's a leprechaun, and we still are not sure what race the leprechaun would identify as. But no, it was obviously written by straight white men at that. I would go out on a limb and say because of, like, the handling of Miss Loretta or whatever her name was and um, being called fruit and... You know, some of the It was very much 2000. Black exploitation. Stereotypical things. Black culture at the time. A lot of F bombs, a lot of N bombs. But I did like when they were. The sixth one maybe has even more of that. Yeah. But then, so these are the first two Leprechaun movies I think we've had since the first one where there aren't any nude women, correct? In neither movie. Like, they're in a strip club at one point. You don't see any titties. You don't see any bare ass. You don't see any. Is that why you didn't like this as much? No, I didn't like it because they were awful. Um, it just ramps up, like, the violence in the language and, like, not the sex, so it's also kind of jarring. Um, the movie just gets 
but insane. It what was insane to me is that in that in that in the G's for Jesus scene. No, before that, they're, when they're hiding out in that big ass bathroom, the bathroom was bigger than the whole fucking apartment. Three of them are in there, and then Butch is talking about this metaphysical shit. Of course. And I'm like that. You are not targeting your audience correctly if you're going to have that. Well, and I feel like they did that as like a ha-ha funny shot. Like, how funny and how crazy could it be that this, like, black inner city DJ could be, like, scientific? Ha-ha-ha. It's like, no, fuck. It's like, ridiculous. But yeah, but then Jeez for Jesus happened. And if the reason we're, what calling we're talking that. about Jeez for Jesus is that I think everybody who listens to this show knows that we used to do uh, improv and sketch comedy when we were in school and we met... Pretty much our whole family and friends through that. And we had a sketch called G's for Jesus that was written by a very good friend of the show. And it was about two, like, like unfortunately white, because we didn't have any black actors. The black actor wrote the sketch. Um, yeah, just... Two white guys, like, were hired for a church to rap, and they'd rap really inappropriate and offensive things for shock value. And it's fine. Uh, don't look it up. <laughs> it probably there probably has been improperly named, so that's fine. And that's basically exactly what the scene was, is these rappers go to this church show, and Stray Bullet just can't help himself, like, saying inappropriate things. Coolio walks in out of nowhere. I... We were. I not, missed it. We were not sure. You you missed it, and I <coughs> was like, "Is that Coolio?" And it was like Coolio as Coolio. It was like he was a character, and he doesn't. I don't even think he fucking has a line. He doesn't come back. It's just like Coolio like walked on set one day to visit Ice T. They're like, "Hey, you want to be in this movie?" Sure. Um, here's just in order some things that happened. So the G's for Jesus scene we already talked about. Then some really slapsticky bullshit with like the leprechaun chasing them and like. Like, again, like I talked about, like, so much violence to this fucking leprechaun. Then the leprechaun starts, like, converting, I think they're prostitutes? Or dancers? They're called the Fly Girls. How the Wayans brothers didn't sue, I have no idea, because that's just straight from a living color. Um, then he makes Stray Bullet shoot himself after some weird, like, Mexican that standoff that with the gun. Weird. Then the leprechaun goes to Positive P's... Was it his mom or his grandma's house? The grandma, the blind the grandmother who the was blind, blind grandmother. And she feeds him cereal and accidentally pokes his eye out with the fork. Wait, what was it a spoon or a fork? A fork. It wasn't cereal. It was something else. Some other mac macaroni and cheese. Come on, it was not mac and cheese. Please tell me it was not greens or mac and cheese. Don't look it up. It's I'm not gonna be anywhere. Which that in and of itself, alright, that's kind of funny. A blind woman not knowing it's a leprechaun. And she didn't get killed either. He had to, like, retreat. Or we don't know. It just was never shown. Yeah. Um, and then Butch gets a leprechaun for dummies book. And tries to figure out, like, how they can stop the leprechaun. Uh, my, my favorite line of the movie was when he's, like, word on the street is he's, like, got some place, like, up on some elevator. Or, like, he was following the leprechaun or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, like, all the fly girls, he's like, girls go up there, and they don't come down. I think he's fucking the girls to death. <laughs> That's a very funny line. That was funny. But so now, then, but, I, yeah, so then how, like he basically turned into this pimp, just smoking weed, getting the girls. And then she stabbed him in the eye with a fork, and then 
Pitmaster P, Postmaster P. Postmaster P. I said positive P earlier. <laughs> positive Peter woke up like he was dreaming, and I'm. Oh, it was like it's Inception. Inception. It turned into Inception. I was like, this movie's fucking Inception. It was like two or three dreams in a row. And it's in like, a what row, happened? like a dream in a dream, and I thought this was that. This is. This movie was the inspiration for Inception. You heard it here first. Yeah, you know, Christopher Nolan was sitting this and, and was then like, I love that yes. Leprechaun for Dummies book he was reading. I just said that. You don't. You literally don't listen to me. I literally just said he has a Leprechaun for Dummies book. You fucking bitch. Uh, so how are they going to get into the lair and and take the Leprechaun down? Uh, they dress like women. So this is too... They are way too into it. They are, they are really into it. This is a really getting into it, dressing up like women montage for Butch and positively uh, Pete. Like, I thought we were watching too long foo. Like, this was like... Uh, they, are, they, they make Wesley Snipes look like Beyonce. <laughs> um, they are ugly women. They are ugly women. Uh, I don't know why Leprechaun movies insist on having guys dressed up in Dragnox. This would be the second movie in a row after In Space. Yeah. Uh, and then at one point, like, one of the guys, like, in drag, I think they were, he was actually debating <laughs> sucking Ice T's penis at one point. Look, I like the line that came, Lep in the hood comes to do no good. Well, that's later. You, you have no order to your notes. You just mad lib your fucking notes. You just jump over the whole climax. That's the end of the movie. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, he says it beforehand. When he reuse it again, yeah, when Warwick it. Davis raps during the credits. Yeah, no, that it's it. It was also in the beginning of the movie too. As part Did of they the, rule a threes it? I, they may have, because then, because then Butch says he looks like the secretary of the PTA. He does. I like that line. He also has Butch has a lot of good lines. Butch is Butch is Butch was Butch, borderline MVP. Yeah, he had some good delivery. If there. I die, I'm gonna have my last words be Butch's last words. Is they pussy in heaven, dog? <laughs> And then, yeah. <laughs> he dies. Man, I got so upset because... You knew Butch wasn't making it. I know, but I got so upset because he died in that dress. All right. Being a virgin. If I, if I but die... Like, if you're going to die in drag, at least be in a hot outfit. He looked like the secretary of the PTA. Yeah. You can't die like, like that. Horse modem uh, uh, Paul should have just given him a quick handy. <laughs> so that way, like, he got some contact. Uh, yeah. Then... Ice-T gets shot by Postmaster, and you're like, did Ice-T just get fucking killed by this lame-ass, like, MC Hammer motherfucker? No, he, like, they, like, work together, and, like, they, he, like, laughingly beats up the leprechaun with a chair, then his stomach gets blown up, so that's how Ice-T goes out. And then, uh, how does the leprechaun, like, quote-unquote die? Because he doesn't die. This is the one movie where, like, leprechaun, like, lives. Yeah. Like, what happens? There's some collard greens on this plate. Oh, come on. You it's looked potato. up the scene. It's potato. Oh, so it was offensive to the Irish people. Yeah, okay, that's good he's then. he's a leprechaun, so he loves potato. Uh, while you're just re-watching the movie on your phone, uh, how how does the movie end with the leprechaun? Oh, was it the medallion, medallion falls? The medallion falls on again. his neck again. He gets frozen. No, no, no. He, no, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, We're wrong. So, the, is it Pussy in Heaven? So sad. Um... So, to write their rhyme, this is my note, and this leads into it. To write their rhymes, they just came up with a catchy beat and four lines and just kept repeating them over and over again. And the reason why that happens is because then you see Postmaster Positive Pete at the end yeah, doing he, a rhyme, and then you see his eyes are green. The leprechaun possessed him. Right. How did we get there, though? I don't <laughs> remember. remember. The, 
Leprechaun movies One can't moment. nail the climax. One moment, let me fast forward this scene. <laughs> you just have the whole movie up on yeah. YouTube? Like, every... Every one of the movies ends so piss poorly. It's all anticlimactic. It ends very abruptly. Uh, except in this one. I don't know how... It may be impossible to rate. Like you just outlined. Positive P has made it. Postmaster P. He's made it as like a star. Oh. He's like, you can't fucking see him. And that's not like a he's so black joke. It's just he's, like, it's lit and shot horribly. He's on a stage with no lighting, just some smoke. And, like, he's walking through some lights, and he's wearing all black. His lights become, his eyes become green, and you see the leprechaun, like, sitting in the crowd. And then the credits start, and then you got Warwick Davis. As you've already heard at the beginning of the podcast, the opening song. Just fucking doing a rap. And it might be the best rap in the movie? Yeah. I think it is. But, come on, like, what fucking pick a fucking lane? Are you a nutty, like, stoner comedy? Are you a gritty horror movie? Are you a gangster drama? It is the medallion again. Yeah, the medallion lands on him, and then Postmaster P gets, like, a fucking, like, becomes a star, but the leprechaun's still alive? And possessed him. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get any tits. Nope. Bad form, Leprechaun in the Hood. Who's the LVP of the movie? I have my vote, but I want, I'm interested to see who you think it is. I mean, I think it's probably this Postmaster Positive. Yeah, it's Postmaster P. Again, <sighs> the leads in the movie are a big problem. This is the fourth out of fifth time that a lead... The, the last movie was the first time where the lead was not an LVP. It was a supporting character. He is just so wooden... You don't believe anything he's doing. And if you're going to be like this squeaky clean rapper guy, like, just figure out a different way yeah, to do it. Yeah, it's just not good. He was terrible. Uh, Anthony Montgomery as Postmaster P. Smith is the LVP of Leprechaun in the Hood. Um, what else has this guy done? Oh, man, this guy's done a lot. He was on Star Trek. Oh, a big Star Trek guy. He was big on General Star Hospital. Trek guy, okay. Yeah. Well, this was his first starring. Oh, his first starring role. I don't know if it was his first role. Uh, may as well have been his. First no, he role. did. He did a bunch of stuff. He did like some stuff on some Jag story. and Stargate and stuff. He was on a Beyond Belief Factor Fiction. Remember that show, Beyond Belief Factor Fiction, the guy from Star Trek. Mm-hmm. That was fun. It was like a uh, modern day or like like yeah. a Ripley's Believe It or Night type thing. Uh, oh, he War- was in the show Popular. I love that show Popular. Warwick Davis in both these movies. So Warwick Davis isn't going to be my MVP for either movie. You can tell he's about done, I think. He's much better in this one than he is in 6. Like I said, in 6, he's just like way too like serious and menacing for too much of it. In it's, this one, he's like still kind of like loose it. and having fun. Yeah, they tried to make it really... Um, But, yeah... Stray Bullet is just a, a caricature. We already talked about Butch. Um, there really wasn't any other any other people that kind of have like big parts. It's just a very very brutally negative black exploitation movie. Yeah. For all the worst ways. <sighs> Anything else for In the Hood? We've already gone forty two minutes. We still have another movie to talk. Oh about. my god, no. What um? Blech. What are you giving? Leprechaun in the Hood. Would you like to know your previous scores? Oh, I have my previous scores here. 
Um, I can tell you that I did not enjoy this more than the last one. And since I can't go any lower, <laughs> I'm going to give it a one. So, I have not gone that far yet. And see, like, I, I can't go that far. So, it was my least favorite one. Yeah, okay. You know what you gave the well, last no, no, no. movie, right? Well, no, no, no. So I, so, I actually think that six is worse. So, I'm going to give this a two. I'm going to give this a two. It's I, I think it's equal to In Space for me. In Space still had moments of, like, like the kitschiness and, like, the so bad it's good quality while being fucking awful. This was more so just a bad movie that yeah. didn't have enough moments that made me, like... It has some moments. Ha-ha. It has some good lines. I uh, appreciate so it. This is a 1.5. Like it talked about. So this is equal to Leprechaun 4 in Space thus far. Mm. Uh, let's get into Back to the Hood. Do we have to? So, has no connection and no correlation to the first one. Nope. Uh, again, I'm not expecting massive continuity with Leprechaun movies. No, we already talked about how... uh, Because, it would be fucked because in Leprechaun in Space, it's like 2090-something. Yeah, but it it also, they, they don't carry over any of the, the... the only, like, they came right over the clovers from the first movie into the last Well, one, just dep- it just depends on whatever just they depends. need. The and raw what- iron or whatever. Like, they, they have no consistency. All right. So it starts with... Uh, and also, if it goes back to, like, they pick and choose how to set up the movie. It's like a medieval background, like... Like sketch drawn a book like telling you about like, the, the we... lore of the leprechaun. It's like <laughs> I fucking know leprechauns like the back of my head at this point. I don't need to know. Like, is it really necessary? just trust? I'm watching all these movies in a row. Why do we need that opening? It's so unnecessary. And now then, holy water hurts him. Now, By the way, does no, every fucking preacher just walk whole, around with a the, fucking thing of holy water? Bro, what is he, the fucking water boy? Bro, you don't pay any attention to shit. This is why I don't pay attention to you, because you don't pay attention to shit. The holy water had clovers in it. Didn't you see that? You, If you blinked, you missed it. Well, you don't <laughs> shit on me for it. I almost missed Coolio. You're going to make fun of me for almost... I can't almost... believe you almost missed Coolio. Had I missed Coolio, it would have been a dark moment in my life. It would have been a one on that movie. Uh, But it's also, like, right. way too serious it's to start. Way, like... I thought it was the fucking exorcist when it started. It started this It's like guy, a preacher. And like they're having like preacher. a serious fight. The leprechaun's Ooh. being menacing. He gets like dragged down like he's Allison like, Lohman. Like fucking <laughs> like. Jacked down to hell. Yeah. Justin Long staring at him at the fucking train tracks. Like th- this this preacher banishes him. It's confusing. Him. But then like the preacher, didn't get, like, the preacher didn't get like wounded at all. Like did he get like scratched or anything? Or like he passes outside this like. I don't know. Youth center leprechaun. in the middle of the hood that they're trying no, to was, build. It wasn't. It was a youth center. Yeah, they were trying to build the youth center. Yeah, but... And Look, I don't know if he got... If he got shot or something. And then... And then so then we get to, like, a year later, when it's, like, modern day now. And everybody what? is like, just... What does that say? Everyone is just so abrasive and mean and angry and awful, like, right out of the gate. So like, you have... So, uh, so the main characters, I think her name was Emily. Yes. She was like your the like the protagonist. She's working at a salon with an awful boss and all these fat mean ladies, and then this ratchet gold digger who's dating her ex boyfriend, who's a drug dealer, who her friend gets drugs from him and is just generally annoying as hell, and her girlfriend is kind of dating him, and there's another rival group of like gangbangers. That are mean and awful. It's like there's too many people in this movie. 
There, there's like they have a, a big body count in this movie. Again, you don't see a lot of the fucking deaths, or the deaths are totally anticlimactic and boring. Yeah. And there's just too many people for the leprechaun to fucking kill, and you don't care about anybody because there's nobody to root for. The last movie was the same way. Like Butch is the closest you get to kind of rooting for somebody just because he's kind of like a haha funny guy. But there's nobody to like in each movie. Like the leprechaun movies have been very bad about making characters likable. To right, root you don't for. care, yeah. You don't care about anybody. It's Look, just mean, 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 is. mean. And it, it's especially mean that that guy, uh, the um, guy who played Watson, I guess, the rival gang leader, I got really... Alonzo Bowden? Ju- <laughs> I thought it was, but it was not. <laughs> he just took one shoe. And I thought that's probably the meanest thing that you can do. Man, if the guy owes you money... Like, just take one shoe. You ain't gonna get any money off of one shoe! But I just thought that that was, like, a petty-ass thing to do. Um, and... They go to a fortune teller like, for no this. reason. They You're literally like, show the whole movie. They do. But And, like, I, her visions. I think that this... The reason why War, Warwick Davis... I would say Dionne Warwick. Like, Dionne Warwick. This is just another movie that Warwick Davis just sat around and got super high the whole time. I really think. He just... So, the one thing, so as bad as this movie oh, that, is... Okay. The, maybe right. the highlight right. of the series at this point... I like this movie happens, more than the previous one. ...happens in this movie. So when <laughs> the Leprechaun... We have to watch it so many times! The Leprechaun gets summoned. I don't know what fuck happens. He ends up at this house party where they're all at. Um, in this movie, the coins... Like, when you close the box, the coins, like replenish so there's like unlimited coins yeah but i thought so he made a hundred shillings like I, I i don't yeah i don't i i i don't i don't but I yeah just don't. he got brought back he got brought back he makes it to the party because he's trying to find his his box of coins and this guy's just getting blades in his room with his bong so <laughs> leprechaun like intrigued because he's already smoked weed the last time he was in the hood and he sits he's down like, oh, yes, and like they do some, some bong hits and they seem to have, like, a really cordial relationship with one another for, like, they're, 90 seconds. They're cracking up. They're having they're fun. Uh, you're le- cool, man. You're a cool leprechaun. And the leprechaun gets so fucking high. He just tumbles off the bed. <laughs> and look, I don't want to demean a, a, a type of person at all. But when you're a little person you fall the fuck off of a bed because you're too high... That's funny as hell. <laughs> he's laughing so hard. I like that whole scene where he's just laughing so hard, he falls off the bed. I think but then he great. sees a coin on the floor, and immediately the whole situation changed. Then he changed. kills him Then he stabs him with a broken bong. Because the guy but was being then, mean before. They, they were friends! But They each found a friend! Look, this leprechaun has a real gratitude problem when people share their weed with him for free. And I think that he needs to really. His mother did not brace him right. He, they did not. He did not learn good party etiquette. Um, but then I like the continuation of that scene where he gets the munchies and he just wants to eat everything in the kitchen. It like so. That's what we were talking about. Is that it's very serious and and like mean a lot of times. Like the Leprechaun definitely in most of this movie is very like give me the coins and like angry and snarling. But then all of a sudden you have like literally a two and a half minute like Scooby-Doo-ish scene where uh, Jamie, the stoner, is like making him a sandwich and in his kitchen and the leprechaun is just like getting hit with the door as it opens, getting pushed into the fridge, like eating whatever he can get his hands on. It's like, like you gotta decide. If you want me on this journey, you gotta figure out what you are. If we keep this up, I'm in. I know. It was so funny though. But then like, you're not really because, because 
then it just goes back to him being shitty. We skipped over uh, when they find the coins in this when she falls through the the, the youth center floor, and there's a whole <laughs> shitty backstory about. <laughs> I love how out of context it sounds stupid as fuck. In it context, is. it sounds stupid as fuck. Uh, like this this whole melodrama and that like sh- uh, the main character Emily and uh, I don't remember what Laz Alonzo's character's name was. Rory. Rory. Yeah. Cool ghetto gangster name, man. Um, like, like they like they were apparently were just at prom a year ago because later no, on there's like, like a, th- four months ago. Yeah, like they look like they're thirty. Like he was a drug dealer and like got her in trouble and she lost her money to go to school or something. So now he's dating, uh, fucking the black Eva Marie, um, and they're arguing about like. Like, will they or won't they? And you don't care. So when they find the coins and they split it four ways, there's a montage of them, like, getting all their clothes and him buying his girlfriend all these things and Jamie settling his debts and then getting garage bag, yeah, garbage bags full of weed to bring home to him. Uh, you were sad that uh, we didn't get our first uh, bare penis in this movie when uh, Laz Alonzo was in bed. Uh, are we adding Laz Alonzo to your list? Um, I mean, the look on your face so just now, you're like, oh, God, I what can, is happening? I completely forgot that uh, I said any of that out loud when we were watching this mm-hmm. movie. You're like, okay, I can go for this. See, and I'm like, excuse me? You want some of that MM, well, that mother's milk? <laughs> um, or like for dogs, that mother's milk bone. Huh? What? <laughs> God. Dogs. Milk and milk-based products can cause diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Alexa! <laughs> Stop talking about dog shit. No, I'm good. Uh, Alexa just wants to be part of the show. <laughs> no, I think Laz Alonso is great. I think he's, he's great the MVP on the, of the movie. Boys. I think he's, he's the MVP of the movie, yeah, correct? Yeah, he, he is. I think and I just... want to make it clear. It's not a bias in that, like, I like Ice-T as Finn Tutuel on SVU, and we like Laz Alonso on The Boys. They are far and away the, t- the individuals in each movie that are trying that you can tell know how to act right and you have like different emotions and that like they emote portray. properly they're, and again they're they are nowhere near as good as they are in their other projects they are both pretty bad this yeah. is this, this is, is picking, like the cream of the shit yeah here. this yeah like, this is yeah this is like yeah, yeah you put it yeah, perfectly yeah but i mean so I he is by mind, far the best part i wouldn't have minded oh I was gonna let you off of this situation oh, oh cause you were talking about how you wanted more titties in the last movie I mean I for want... you girls they should throw you they should throw you you know a, a cock every once in a yeah, yeah put all the dicks in there I don't I don't mind I'll watch it uh what would a leprechaun porn are there leprechaun porns out there I know that you probably know the answer. I don't know the answer to this. Let's call the expert. I don't. Text the expert. Who's the expert? Who's your resident porn expert? Oh, Michael Whitten? <laughs> Man, I would love to call him right now. At it's 10, two 10, No, it's only an hour. Oh, only an I'd hour? I'd love to call him at like 10 after 10 on a Saturday night. Hey, Whitten, what little person <laughs> porn you watch? The, the most, I do know the most famous little person porn star because back in high school. I thought you were good. Uh, I thought this was going completely. Back a couple out. hours ago. No. Uh, on that, I, when you were, like, in the around when this movie came out, like 2003, 2004, 2005, and you were, like, a porny teenager, you just set up, I think I've talked about this on the show before, cool, you, cool, 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 you cool. just set up, like, your VCR to record, like, six hours of, like, E from, like, 11 to, like, 5 o'clock. So you'd get, like, Girls Go Wild infomercials. You get wilded on with Brooke Burke, and you get the Howard Stern show. And they used to have on Howard Stern all the time. Uh, Bridget the Midget. 
it's her name. Uh, Let's quote her name. Uh-huh. She was a, a little person porn star. You would recognize her because she was in Tiptoes. <laughs> she was the... Fucking hate this show. She was the, I hate everything Which we don't own. We'll never show. have to watch again. But she was I the, can't believe that we even did that. I blame all the terrible decisions in the I last... Blame, I blame 13... Carly Hallam's husband for that. <laughs> yes. But I blame any terrible decision that we've made in the last 13 years. On Augie. On Augie Artelis. Yeah, on Augie. We watch a movie because uh, in that movie, Bridget the Midget has sex with David Allen Greer. <laughs> it's really weird. That's the only one that I know of. So that's answering the question. The only other uh, little person who I've seen, like, even naked is Vern Troyer on The Surreal Life. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Remember that moment in time where he got so drunk the first time on The Surreal Life? He's just naked on his, like, little, like, motorized thing. Just sitting. I'm going to watch the sentences over. He's just, like, sitting in his motorized cart. Doesn't he fall over at one point? He falls over many times. <laughs> and, like, the the brat walks out. And she's like, we're in this, like, the bathroom, baby. And he's just sitting there pissing. And Christopher Knight has to pick him up. He's like, Two foot six, and then he gets into bed. He's like, aye, aye, aye. and it's not funny because he's small. He's funny because he's funny. Poor baby. Rest in peace, Ron Troyer. Oh, Ron Troyer. Ow, I fucked my throat up doing that whole little segment there. Uh, let's get back to this god awful movie. Uh, oh, speaking of little things, so so he starts killing people. He kills like the Rachel Dolzian fucking friend. He can't tell if she's white or black or not. And again, you don't see your like guts get ripped out. You just know that like, he crawled her stomach like out. Then he rips uh, the gold tooth. Gold tooth, like the he rips jaw. the whole, and he just throws like this fake jaw out. Then the pr- police brutality. Well, hold on, not ready for that. We missed the thing I was building up to. Oh. So then he tries to find Emily at the salon, and she's in the middle of giving this large oh. woman a rub down. I completely blacked I, we out have, of that part. We have part. done we have done a lot on this show. Of things that I can't see or watch or do. I've been mouth agape at many times, mostly when we watch cats. <laughs> Warwick Davis, as the leprechaun, uh, starts like scratching sensually this large woman's back. And, and I can And she's enjoying it. And back, then it cuts. Back rubs are great. Then it cuts to him <laughs> standing on top of her ginormous back and a close up of his. Fucking disgusting little leprechaun feet. How do you feel about feet? I hate feet. Tell us a little bit about your experience with feet. I hate, no. What happened to you? <laughs> that is not a, something you introduce as a concept to somebody. Hey, tell everyone about your history with feet. That's not anything, unless you fucking opened a footlocker. It's the only way you can ask that to somebody. Um... And, like, he's, like, walking up and down. Like, I don't want to see him moving. I don't want to see him at all. It's, I swear to God, I got nauseous. <laughs> you were not expecting it to happen. And you just I started, made, like, a like... Paul Bear noise. I'm like, oh, no! <laughs> it was horrific to watch. It was. I mean, and, and but, uh, I, you know. It's. The kills aren't funny. So that's a, the problem with both my last two movies that we talked about. The kills aren't funny. They're just honestly sad. Like, I'm just watching people get murdered. And, like, it's not... I'm expecting it to be funny because it's Leprechaun. I'm not expecting it to be serious like it's Halloween. You know what I mean? I'm not scared of these things because, A, you're not showing them to me. And, B, there's nothing, like, scary and ominous about them. Uh, coins are regenerating left and right. They were at prom four months ago. Uh, they're squelching on the violence. Oh, come on! <laughs> 
You can't do that. I pulled up a picture of the leprechaun. Send me that so I can link it in the description of the podcast. Just screenshot it. And I am. Send I got you. Me. I got you, baby. That's don't call me baby after that. Oh, don't airdrop it. I sing it again. Email it to me. God damn it. That's gonna be sick. Oh, and it came up a third time when it saved on my phone. That's gonna be saved to your picture. Shitty, shitty, shitty we, little feet. We had an issue with our airdropping a couple weeks ago where if I oh <laughs> oh if I get that more than once. Where Mullet's phone just kept trying to airdrop me the same link like 27 times. I really hope that that happens again with this fucking foot. There's a link. Uh, we forgot to mention that when he rips out the gold tooth that the, uh, the... Samantha, stop! <laughs> he, like, puts the gold tooth in his own mouth. So now Warwick Davis has a gold tooth. Uh, yeah, the cop... Alright, so the, yeah, the now we're at the, the cop scene. The cop fight was just, like, standard bad horror shit. The, the most gore you get is when the cops loses his leg... And, like, people lose their legs all the time. But that's enough for him to just, like, like pass out to the blood down, lost. Yeah. He's, he's gone and out. Uh, and then, so it's been a while. We have to get a leprechaun behind the wheel of a car. But he just steals a regular cop car. And they and have, can't reach. They have to do the short joke where he can't reach the fucking pedals. And it's like, no. I was a little upset. I, I did feel, for, for the leprechaun, I was like, oh, man, he can't finish what he's trying to do because he can't reach. It was sad. So what does he do? What does he do? We oh. don't know because then it cuts to them. <laughs> it just jumps all over the fucking. Place. It does, and it cuts to the it's human. So the humans, the the rappers, all just together. I don't even remember what they were doing. They were just in a circle, and then all of a sudden the cops are coming. You hear the cop car, and then you see the cops step out, and then you see the leg fall. He took the fucking cop's leg. Smart. To to drive this car. So then there's so as I referenced earlier, Leprechaun takes a lot of abuse in these movies. Uh, he has like basically a boxing match with oh Watson, my God. and he just gets the fuck beat out of him. Like Watson just punch punch. After punch but then he, he punch. basically is rope doping Watson. Rope doping. After, after six punches, Watson's like sweating like he just <laughs> was chasing Usain Bolt, <laughs> and he's like like tired. So Leprechaun just rips his heart out. You get to see a fake beating heart. Sticky Fingers gets his big, Watson! And then the more emptying clips on Leprechaun. Leprechaun just doesn't even... Taking all this abuse. And then he says... And then the cop out of him saying the N-word happens. What's up, ninjas? What's up, ninjas? He kills all the goons. Uh, then he gets hit and then, by all the fuck. And then it tries to be funny again. Like, everything we talked about just now, that seems pretty serious, right? Like, a gang fight with police... I mean, sure, we just talked about how his feet couldn't hit the fucking pedals, and he was his little shitty leprechaun feet were standing on the back of a woman. Man, you, I really wish you that... you that picture again? I, if you, I will draft divorce papers <laughs> over leprechaun feet, and I'll make sure it's in the fucking footage, <laughs> or the footage, the, the paperwork. <laughs> I really wish that the the bong hit scene was in a different movie, because that is the only redeeming part of this it movie. It really is. It's at so all. Good. And like I that, feel like I should reward this movie so with a score for that scene, but it's not going to get one. Uh, like, before the leprechaun fight starts, Watson's, like, cell phone rings. And his, it's, like, his girlfriend or his wife. And he's like, oh, no, baby, like, I'll be home soon. Like, yeah, I can pick up go, milk or fucking whatever. And the girlfriend's like, I love you. Oh, you too. And he hangs baby. up. Me too, baby. So he's dead, and our our protagonists have have left the scene of the crime. And then Watson's and Leprechaun, phone rings again. Yeah, Leprechaun picks up Watson's <laughs> phone answer. <laughs> and, and, like, 
they just have like a two minute conversation like oh where's Watson oh he's not here right now but you know I I'm in the market and she asks him like like you know oh I have you red have hair and, and I have plenty of money and then he says that he's three foot whatever two foot six and she's like but I make up for it in other areas and then she hangs up on him and that's it and it's like I get you're trying to be do funny. you think the leprechaun has a big dick. I think he has powers, but we've already established in Leprechaun 4 in space, I hate this, <laughs> that he can't make himself... Well, actually, I'm going two places with this. He can be a dick, but I don't know what the size of his dick is. But he can't grow himself because he had to get that like that injection for him to be like a giant leprechaun. I'm guessing. I know, like... It was just absurd, that phone call scene. It was just absolutely absurd. It was, it was very surreal. You, you don't need to answer that question. I was just being facetious. Oh. Well, don't ask if you don't want to know. They go back to the fortune teller. You get more fucking backstory. Then you get the line, time to fuck up some little people, which I hate it took. By the way, there's only one. What, after they're done with Leprechaun, they're just going to go out and start shooting little guys all over the place? There's one time to fuck up a little person. That just sounded like you're going to institute a fucking hate crime. So a midget is better. Don't say it. I, I purposely didn't say it there four times. But if they said it's time to fuck up a midget, that'd be better than little people. It's not. It's not. Anyway, they uh, then they cut up all the clovers and put them into the hollow point bullets that they conveniently have. The end of this movie takes fucking forever. And then... He gets thrown I in the furnace. That, he comes I, back. I didn't know that this bitch was a real-ass psychic. I thought that the oh, whole yeah. point of this whole movie... Oh, yeah. She turns into, like, movie. Storm all of a sudden. <laughs> I thought the whole point of this whole movie was that she wasn't a real psychic. And she just lucked into it. Yeah, it's like the, it's like the fucking psychic in Space Jam. Yeah, yeah. Where, you're, you know, aliens like, took your talent from Bugs Bunny, and Muggsy like, Bugs walks out like, we're we gonna go with somebody else. Yeah, or like... No, they get into, like, Trelawney lightning wars. from Harry Potter. Yeah, know? they honestly get into, like, a back-and-forth, like, mystical battle. Yeah, mystical uh, battle. His gun, like, gets jammed, and all of a sudden his gun, which is, like, a 9 millimeter. I don't know how many bullets a 9 millimeter has. Was my next, I was like, how many fucking bullets are in this gun? He shot probably 29 yeah. bullets. It, it's not, it seriously looks... 1 plus 1 plus 1 plus 2 plus 1. No, I, I was expecting, like, a World War II guy to just have, like, a ream of, like, bullets, like, feeding into the gun. He gets thrown into a furnace. He survives that. He gets shot. A whole clips still survives because, like, little, like, the lanterns from Tangled are coming <laughs> off of the leprechaun. No, it's more like the the uh, like, Willow of the Wisp or something. Sure. Are coming off of him because they're weakening him, but he's still surviving. This bitch is hanging off the ledge of a building now. The leprechaun just dies by getting, like, knocked off the building into some cement. And he slowly, and I mean slowly, like a minute worth... Kind of like gurgle some cement and drowns, succumbing to the wounds of being burnt, punched, shot at, and drowned in a fucking vat of cement. Also, they gave Warwick Davis way too many like, like, wordy monologues. He had a lot of. This wordy. is this was the closest he was to being an LVP for me. He's still not because I have three other people that are so much worse than him in this movie. But like he he wasn't rhyming again. But like I talked about throughout this whole thing, he was more evil. Like... Yeah, and they, was, I mean, they purposely also changed his outfit to make him a little bit more sinister. No, they did. That was one of the trivia that I read, is that they purposely gave him a new outfit to make him a little bit more sinister. So sure. I'm not sure why they were going for that and didn't deliver on it, but... Uh, and then another... So he's gotten the shit beat out of him, and he finally slowly dies in pavement. And another anticlimactic ending. They, uh, 
they are together now. Everyone's dead. And Jamie, the stoner, is just teaching some kids how to play basketball. And the end. But then, like, in the little scroll book, you see, like, the leprechaun's hand come out of, like, the ground again. In, Do you like, think the that, that, that the three people who survived became a throuple? No, I think I think Jamie probably just fucked a big bag of weed. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and by the way, like, I, if one movie deserved multiple main character deaths, it's this one. It's like, just get rid of these people. I don't need to see these three people survive. The last movie we had, technically nobody survived. That's I, another thing I kind of liked about it, is Leprechaun kind of wins in the hood. Well, yeah, because he possesses the... Yeah. And in this, guy. this is the end of Warwick Davis. For these movies, well, yeah, because the next he two, didn't die. Like he's still alive. Very well, much no, but, alive. but no, but I mean, like, but I know the way you say it, it's like this is the end of Warwick Davis. So, no, so only two. His career got much better after so he this. Bat, he batted three thirty three as MVP. He got two MVPs out of six. You know, he did everything that he could. He got it for Leprechaun one yeah. and Leprechaun three. Um, yeah, because the next two Leprechaun Origins, it'll be uh, Dylan Hornswoggle Postel and uh, the Leprechaun Returns. I have no fucking idea who it is. Uh, I don't care. He only lasted one movie? Well, it ju- it ju- it li- no, it literally just came out, like, last year, Yeah, I but think. your boy Hornswoggle only lasted one year? Yeah, because it's, it's supposed to be the worst one, somehow. I have no idea how we're about to get worse. If anything, I think it might just be worse out of boredom. Because I think it's honestly, like, a, just a legitimate horror movie. Yeah, but I still don't even know, like... Also, why? you can't even tell, like, who the fuck he is. We're going to get there next week. Yeah, but We're gonna why get is he there the next only week. person that I know in the movie? We're going to get there next week. We have to name an LVP for Back to the Hood. I have three candidates, but I'm curious to see who you think the LVP of the movie is. We already established Laz Alonzo's the MVP. Who is your LVP of Back to the Hood? Oh, man. I don't know. Oh, no. I was about to buy this movie for $5. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, my LVP for Back to the Hood. That's a tough one because there are so many bad characters in this movie. I really didn't like the girlfriend, the gold tooth girlfriend. She is one on my list. Really didn't like her. Very she was like over a the bitch. top. She's supposed to be bitch. She's supposed to be, you know. The scene where bougie, she whatever. But the scene where she gets her gold tooth. Awful. She's at. She's she's so <laughs> yeah like. She's all bad. over the place. Yeah, but I ultimately bad. think she wasn't in it enough. You could still convince me. My two were Jamie. He was just an annoying stoner. Had none of the likability of Butch or the likability of any kind of like the third wheels we've seen in all these movies. Yeah. Just was like such a fucking overt stereotype. Yeah. Of like always about his bitches and his weed and like doesn't redeem himself at all. Uh, the other one was Sticky Fingers, because he just overacts so much. He's like, like this is my chance to be like the next rapper to make it as an actor, man. And he never did fucking anything again, because he's Sticky Fingers. Yeah. Uh, so those would be my other two that I mentioned. I, I mean, I didn't even like the two main girls either. I didn't think that the, they were too interesting. The, the girl that dies first was fine. She's boring. The main girl, I didn't like either. But again, she, she was just kind of like a flat line, where yeah. like, I didn't think she was outwardly bad. She was just dreadfully uninteresting. Sure. I agree with that. Oh, I didn't know Leprechaun has a name. They haven't said the name's up. Lubden the Leprechaun. They haven't said his name once, but on IMDb he's attributed as Lubden. Or on uh, uh, Wikipedia. Um, who are we going with? You can decide. Man, don't make me decide. Because I really think it's that Chanel. Chanel. Okay, we'll go with Chanel. Keisha Sharp. 
Uh, yeah, she's had a fucking career. She was on Girlfriends. She had an NAACP Image Award. Not for this. No, not for this. Oh, she's Trish Merton, the Lethal Weapon. Uh, the she's got she's oh nomination. Okay. Oh, she was uh, Johnny Cochran's wife on The People vs. O.J. Simpson. She's had like a legitimate career. She's dog shit in this. <laughs> she's terrible. Get, get the bad stuff out the way. I guess Keisha Sharp, the LVP of Leprechaun, back to the hood. Sticky fingers and Paige Kennedy. You got uh, you got off easy here. This film was originally set to take place on a tropical island in the midst of spring break, but the director and writer uh, changed it to an urban environment like the previous entry. I like to uh, read here, uh, this was included in Entertainment Weekly's Worst Movie Sequels Ever article, quote, if a movie could spark a race riot, this is it. <laughs> and this would be our last Leprechaun movie for 11 years. But for you, it'll only be one week. Don't you uh... look at me, chopped your leg to the side and said I'm angry. <laughs> There were no bare naked ladies in these two movies. <laughs> if I had a million dollars, I wouldn't make a leprechaun movie. I'm out of references. What's your score for a leprechaun back to the Alright, so I know the last score that we gave, I said that is only gonna get worse and I can't give you no higher score. Alright. For that scene alone I know you're going to. For that scene alone I'm giving this a higher score, I'm giving it a one and a half. Just for that falling off the bed. High as fuck scene because it was relatable and it was funny and unexpected and it really made me giggle a lot. I like that whole munchy scene. Every I just really that scene that. is so good. I it it, it did but it for the me. feet and everything else are so bad that this is my least favorite one. I'm giving it a one and a half as well. So that's the third straight one point five for the Leprechaun movies. If we're going based off of composite scores, at least it's consistent. The current ranking. For those six Leprechaun movies is Leprechaun 3, Leprechaun 1, Leprechaun 2, Leprechaun... So I don't know how to do 4, 5, and 6. They'd all be 4, 5, and 6. They would be together. They'd be tied for fourth. I I think Back to the Hood would be the worst because it's the only one that didn't get at least a 2. But you gave it a 1, so it kind of evens out. Um... Yeah, that 1.5 line on our little chart that we have for the Swaggies, the, the Mullet I don't know how we're going to do worst movie. There's going to be too many nominations. I mean, we We're going to have to expand the category. No, we're not expanding the category. I mean, some movies got, might get left off the hook. It just depends on what we nominate. Because there's been a lot of bad movies this year. When you look at the list, oh boy. So, uh, two 1.5s, and we got two more to go. Uh, next week, Leprechaun Origins and Leprechaun Returns, and then we're done. Thank God. With Leprechaun. I cannot wait. That's why I've been watching so rewatching so much shit in the middle of the day, is because I've just been inundated and saturated with fucking Leprechaun movies. It's my own goddamn fault. My own goddamn fault. It is. Anything else? Absolutely um, not. <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married Movies, the third edition of Leprechaun. Uh, we hope you're getting excited for Halloween, like, better than we are. We love this spooky uh, We get excited season. today. Our Halloween costumes arrived. Jillian was so excited to see hers. She was very happy. We'll make sure you guys have pictures uh, for your viewing pleasure. Make sure you go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others on our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your movies. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. Once we're done with Leprechaun, uh, we'll try to finish Stacked. I was going through my notes earlier on my phone, and I realized that the last time we watched Stacked was in July. So we're not going to remember anything. So we got we got to finish that. We have, we really have to own up to what we said we were going to do. Facebook.com slash Married With Movies, at Married With Movies on Twitter. 
and meredithmovies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. One more Leprechaun, and then after that, we close out uh, our Halloween month with Deep Blue Sea 2. I just want to talk about good movies on this podcast again. It's going to be a while. Yes, it is. Anything else? Nope. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I actually, uh, when I was trying to find the cast for uh, Leprechaun Back to the Hood to find the actress's name, I did it to myself again because it's just right there. These are the worst fucking feet I've ever seen in my entire life. But are they the worst feet that you've ever interacted with? That is the worst question you've somehow asked on this show. Is it worse for you to look at those leprechaun feet or to remember when you licked Stop. Oh, I, I hit stop and it didn't stop! Known to smack a nigga in front of his bitch quick and dip with her. Let my homies get with her if she wanna trip. Hit her straight shooting, gone tootin', hook a recruitin'. The biggest Mac on the planet, understand it. Crash landed in the game, overdose of fortune and fame. Explode like hydrogen, cold as liquid nitrogen. You can't see me, you be me, out OG me. Got your whole crew fucking shook off the real, feel me. Y'all niggas know what a thousand niggas in the cut me. Gives that shit up, ain't no motherfucker. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.